Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you got me, Diamond Hands D, and we got Tony and Ryan this week. What's up, boys? What's going on? What's up, man? What's up? All right, man. You're the only one with nickname this these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you're still holding Ryan, do you crypto, have a nickname? Yeah. I, it was oh. Diamond Hands D, too. The last name begins with D, but oh, really? you know, I can't be you can't <laughs> Junior. I can't be Junior. <laughs> no. I don't even know how Diamond Hands you are anymore, D. I yeah, I was going to say, maybe I'm paper. I mean, I'm how still holding be... on to a lot of JPEGs. You got a lot of <laughs> NFTs that a lot of JPEGs. you will be holding on to yeah. for quite some time. What no one wants to and buy, is it still called holding, though? You know? <laughs> yes. Maybe I'll be That's, paper There's hands. a market, <laughs> but it's, it's a fraction D. of what you bought them for. But anyway, what are we talking about today? All right, gentlemen, today uh, we'll uh, kind of go through the market rundown, you know, a fairly slow news week and, you know, kind of more of the same news we've been talking about. So we'll kind of give our market takes. We got uh, PPI coming out this week, so that'll be a big number. I will talk briefly about the Georgia runoff election, um, and then we'll get into kind of the quote unquote a run going on in um, you know private real estate funds. That's been a pretty hot topic. So we'll kind of compare and contrast you know the the typical uh, real estate investments to kind of what you know we're steering our clients towards. And then we got a good canceled this week. You know, just kind of came up so out of the clear blue. Don't, don't bring it up. Yeah, at we'll, the we'll, end. we're we'll gonna save we're it for the end because it's a good on. one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. So. Um, this week, you know, we got um, the the PPI coming out, so the producers price index, right. kind of. Um, you said coming in hot. I did well, say. Hot. Were you calling well, you a said shot? It was coming or, in yeah. hot. So the, the the PPI, the producers price index, the way best way I explain it, it is how much it costs or the inflation for manufacturers to make things. Mm-hmm. Just, there's a plausible case that it, you know, so we're going to talk about oil, I think, but there's a plausible case that some of the, that pressure is alleviated. So we're hoping to see that, I think, right? Well, all right. So the market has reacted pretty significantly to um, different metrics, CPI over the last couple of weeks. You know, like I think we're up 10% in a three weeks or something ridiculous because of we're not tightening as fast the acceleration the foot is coming off the accelerator but it's still on the accelerator which right. no one understands right but um <laughs> ppi is supposed to come in at 7.4 okay so that means the inflation for manufacturers that's at, at, at seven what's our inflation at or 7.4 usually Ours, follows right yeah, I mean, yeah it should yeah. be almost in yeah. line right yeah. it, it should be you don't think companies are going to eat the margin and give everything cheap, right? They're going to increase wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be nice? Right? <laughs> yeah. So, but the, it, it is going to be a, they're, they're expecting a 7.4 number um, and, and an increase of 0.2% month over month. So it is still going up. It just may not be going up as fast. And if it comes in flat, people might be cheering and running naked in the streets. I don't know. Because <laughs> no, no, that no. would Good spark is, another yeah. rally. But I think if it comes in at estimates, I don't know how Powell looks at that and says, hey, I think things are getting better. It's it's still going up, just not as fast. And like, hey, we're going to tighten. I don't I don't know what he's going to do. I, we, we, we've mentioned the limited volume nonstop here, but the, the market seems to love these little data points. I mean, like we, how many times have we looked at the TV and been like four and a half percent on that little day. I mean, it's a, small. a couple times. You yeah, know? I, I actually took a, a screenshot. You know, Twitter's an interesting place. Um, <laughs> More interesting now? <laughs> it, well, yeah, well, yeah, that, I think that, so too. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty interesting. Um, but the you know, it's so I'll read. I'll watch some of these um, financial things, and they're like current situation. Stocks are trading like the Fed won't pivot. 
right? The bonds are trading like the Fed did pivot. Gold is trading like inflation's 15%. Uh, crude oil is acting as if we're in a recession. Right. And the VIX is uh, is basically telling us we're in a raging bull market. Yep. Right. Like everything is off whack. Even the oil. So you, you mentioned yeah. oil there. So oil is like, hey, something's going on. And we can talk about whether or not that means that some of the oil traders think there can be a slowdown yeah, in the future. That's what and it means. You know, but energy stocks still the best game in town, right? I mean, they haven't shown like the oil, you know, there's concern about oil, not energy stocks. It's, yeah, it's, I, there's I forget, a divergence. I forget the number exactly, but as long as oil is trading over, I think like 65 or $70 a barrel, yep. oil companies are in, in the black. Right. They are right. making money. So maybe not as much if there was 120 like it was or $100 a barrel a couple months ago or whatnot and the fears of it going to 200 a barrel. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, and it, you know, the the White House is still waiting for it to be under seventy dollars right. a barrel, so they can replenish the strategic Refill those reserves, right? And then when it gets there, they're going to pivot from that. I, you know, that's coming. They're not going to do it, right? And, and then in theory, you know, Russia's they're capped now on what they can charge. I mean, they're right. a significant piece of the, yeah, the global market. And sixty bucks, we're not buying anything. Well, yeah, good I luck. Mean, All of our economic warfare's worked out really well so yeah, far. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes, but yeah. Um, so PPI, it, it's I, it all depends. Like Friday should be an interesting day. Um, the market is going to rally hard, or it's going to, yeah. you know, well, go it, down hard. It, I, I think I don't think there's any in between. Like there's not going to be a number that everyone's like, okay, you know, like we're just. I think we're in the right. We're right. in the right trajectory. Well, like everyone's gonna be like, that's not good or that's not bad or I don't know. I think it's gonna be either yin or yang. Right. Well, especially with the sell off this week too. I mean, it's been a little brutal, you know, for the start of this week. I mean, people still have an appetite to buy the dip. So it's yeah. like mm-hmm. if we get a magic number, I think the I mean, last two gonna... days were based on China, right? Because they're slowing down tremendously, but everyone's locked up. They're, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their numbers were terrible. I mean, it's imports bad. and exports. They're bad, almost they're so. almost like ten percent yeah. of imports and exports. Yeah. Like it's it's grinding to a halt. So I don't know, you know, maybe China locked everyone up, you know, using COVID as a, as a backbone, but honestly, they're maybe masking how their economy's contracting. And and maybe that's the reason, you know, so the, the protesters won, right? Right. They, 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 yeah, because they got locked up there. Well, they protested because they're now in jail. I don't know. Well, so there's speculation that they, you know, the protests are, they worked and now yeah. they're going to open up. But I think what you just said is super important. I mean, the economy is kind of teetering in China and maybe that's the real reason why they're opening up a little bit. It wasn't the yeah. protest. They could have just drove a tank over those people. You know, they don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't care. So, so if you're listening to this, the market kind of went down this week, I, you know, based off of like uh, numbers coming from China and Friday should be really interesting. It should. The P- yeah. When the uh, PPI number comes out. What do you think? Predictions? Good. Predictions? Bad. Good or bad. Oh, man. I think I just have a feel. I don't know. I I feel the numbers. Like you look at the estimates and it's hard for me to say that, you know, things are. I don't know. As long as it says it's decelerating, a market is going to rally, right? Until it doesn't. I don't know. (laughs) Who who sets these estimates, by the way? What's that? Who sets the estimates? Oh, because experts. (laughs) We're going to get to experts later. The most important part. Analysts and experts. So, um, I, you know, I was I was pessimistic, and I feel like I should stick with it. So, (laughs) if you if you're looking for a reason to be the optimist, I'll take the low. I'll take the under. 
I I can't I want to be the pessimist, but I'm watching everything and it's defying gravity, and I'm just gonna stick with the good. trend and momentum and say, like, not as bad news as good news. Good, good. <laughs> this is what will happen and, on Friday. And, and so we discussed the Santa Claus rally in the recent past, and yep. and so this is a pretty you know this is the market's groundhog day. So if we do get a bump, I mean that usually bodes well for next year. So you know, patience, I suppose, yeah. and pray. Yeah, but I mean, you 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 know, I'm pretty sure Dame, Jamie Dimon was listening to our podcast, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> duh, um, because uh, he came out and said, you know, like inflation's killing the consumer. Really, who, who hasn't said that right. now? Right, right. He, that you know, so the markets were jumpy because of that as well. Yeah, he's but you know, he's usually had rosy glasses on in the past and he's been a, I mean he's been a little bit that's this is twice now that he's concerned about recession and usually yeah. he's you know a supportive force for the market so all right cool yeah. all right um just touch base on the Georgia runoffs <clears throat> sure yeah. I mean not, I don't nothing Herschel Walker didn't win something <laughs> 51 49 51 49 is that right? what it was yeah it was it was mm, close it was pretty close yeah I guess the 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 Democrats had a really um high budget like like well, that's the one thing that's like four X yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they I mean, really, were pumping that. They used to be at the disadvantage, and, and it was really most of my formative life. They couldn't hang with the Republicans, oil money, and Koch brothers. And now, like the Democrats have the deep pockets, and mm. they have a better voter turnout mechanism. Probably, and the voting laws have changed, and so it's a it's a different home field advantage for deep, i mean you know and that's georgia too deep, deep pockets with that that ftx money yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> they've digress. got one trillion <laughs> ftt tokens waiting for the next cycle so all right well let's um let's talk about that that b um and, and blackstone because yeah. blackstone um private company right or, or private public, play public down seven percent on that news so Pri- private placements right alternative investments that you know in you know as a firm we're, we're advocates of, of blackstone smartest um, guys in the room yeah when at it all comes times, to real estate I mean, and then they also have the private credit yeah, side and private equity i mean yeah they do everything um so there 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 was a headline that came out saying that um you know, there was a run on them a little bit, uh, but they've protected themselves by having what a 5% withdrawal rate. And then once they pretty standard they, for yeah. those non-traded REITs, I you mean, have, that's, you have to have that. Absolutely. And, and, and to give some people some insight, the way that we use these, like these private placements and things like there's, it, it might be anywhere between two to eight percent of somebody's portfolio the amount of money that we don't need to go and get it is it is money that is there for a long period of time it's mm-hmm. it's long-term money yep. um we don't have 70 percent of somebody's money in there we need it for income <laughs> right it, it is there as an alternative asset class that's how we place it so yeah they might have you know there might be a run on it but there's if for our clients it's like we have other pockets of money to tap into if and when we we need it yeah. And this is more of a long-term income play. Yeah. And I don't you know, so run is a curious word too. It, it's not really a run, but I, I get what you're saying. So there are those people that think that real estate is not going to perform as well in the near future. And this is the slowdown kind of narrative that we're discussing. But but there's also, you know, it's like the risk-free return nowadays. Treasuries, you can get 4%. So, so BREIT has 
fantastic returns. And, and a yeah. lot of REITs do. You know, you get a little bit of premium, but it's a longer term investment. And, and so some of the, the withdrawals might just be, hey, you know, I, I had modest expectations for institutional real estate and now I could get four and a half doing nothing. So, right. you know, so it, it it's not as though everyone's putting their chips on the real estate market's going to crash. It's a lot of people are just doing sensible stuff like, hey, I'm going to do some short term treasuries until this yeah. volatility calms down, you know? Yep. Um, you know, and and our, our CFA, uh, Peter, um, has been an advocate of this. And so he's listened to the, um, you know, the the quarterly calls, things like that. And, and he goes, um, you know, I'll kind of read back some of the things that it, he told us is that um, just had their quarterly call properties are, are valued at an average cap of 5.4%. Uh, uh, high interest rates lead to higher cap rates, which, you know, bring down the value of the, the properties down. However, that being offset by the fact that the net uh, operating income uh, has increased by double digits this year. And the majority of the residents in industrial portfolios up 10% below, um, is up 10% below market rates, um, given them, you know, future pricing power. So right. they've increased the rents on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, um, he, they're, they're just, <clears throat> it, 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 you know, and, and this is one thing that Peter said is that, um, you know, the very, uh, at the bottom line is, you know, this is a, um, a very real, uh, chance performance is going to be weak in the near term because people are worried about, you know, just real estate. Right. As interest rates right. go up, no one wants the seven percent mortgage, even though we they've existed before in the past and people bought houses, but not right now. Right. 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 And and things need to equalize. So we're still in the you know a lot of real estate still at pandemic highs. Yeah. Right. Where interest rates are off of pandemic lows. Right. So. Um, at the end of the, the, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's a long-term investment, as I mentioned, um, and incredible ability to take advantage of any dislocation in the real estate market, um, per the points outlined above uh, in his uh, conversation with me. Um, real estate prices will get hit by rising interest rates. However, growth and in operating income helps offset that, and and that's what we call an inflation hedge. Right. They can increase the rents on people, which they have, and we hear about that as well. You know, the cost of living is going up for everybody. And, and this is just two cents here, by the way. I, we can go and look at the data, but I can just tell you I've seen these kind of markets in the past, and Blackstone is licking its chops mm -hmm. just from from a, a high level perspective. They do well in these environments. They've made a ton. You know, they they have assets upon assets and, and they kind of like these environments and this is this is usually an opportunity, opportunity. in my opinion but right. um yeah you know i think um I, I think if you're thinking about investing in a reit or real estate um it, it's very important to note that they're not all created equal um the the thing that drives what we're looking for as a firm is having that income um I don't know the number, but it's a very high percentage of properties inside of the B-REIT are income-generating properties, you know, rents, apartments, um, uh, warehousing spaces. So, and they all, and also REITs not created equal uh, as far as their valuation method for how they value their underlying properties. Sure. I know B-REIT does it monthly, essentially. Yeah. Um, that is a super, super important point because you want to make sure that the kind of the net asset values are tying into to the price, right? Of, of the, of the, you know, of the fund. Um, and that's what they do a very good job of. 
and they have just so much capital that even in a down market, they're going to be able to buy some of these properties at a discount and turn them into you know more income uh, producing uh, assets for them. Yeah, absolutely. And and plus they got nine billion. I'm sorry, I missed one note. They got nine billion at a fixed rate of four and a half percent for the next six and a half years. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's nice. Right. Yeah. So right. yeah, you know, I think. Um, if if you are cons- concerned about the real estate market in general, you know I think uh, based on all the reasons we just outlined, there there are concerns there. But um, as far as real estate investments go, they're they're not all created equal. So you know if you are thinking of getting in that space, make sure you're looking for that stuff. You know the the income that it produces and how their assets are evaluated. Pretty yeah. important. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're worried about people paying their rents, then we got bigger problems. Right. Yeah, right. for sure. You know, because that, that's what B-REIT's going to do. They're going to collect their premiums for, or via rent, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to have 4.5% interest for the next six and a half years. I mean, like they're- They're going to distribute it. You know, they, they, yeah. they are pretty good at making sure that they can pay out to investors right. as and, well. And so. I think they went down too. They, I believe they sold their- positions in the casinos i think they sold their position in uh mgm and and another i'd be interested the motivation behind that because you know in ohio we have the online gambling company you know that's right. all uh, are people going to shift from doing it in person you can't replace the las vegas or macau experience but, right i mean you can place bets a little bit more freely on the yeah. phone so yeah i was actually just down there last week uh in cleveland macau? no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah they have it all set up they have um basically a live sports book inside of um, Quicken Loans Arena where the Cavs play. Oh, it's uh, in the arena? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Really? Live well, yeah. bet that, huh? You think they're going <laughs> to let that go across the street? No way. I want to bet on how many rebounds and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Allen's going to have tonight. And I went to the, I went to the game last week. Uh, Cavs are awesome, by the way. They just smoked the Lakers last night. Uh, they're fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, at the casino, they have a whole sports book now all yeah. set up. Yeah. I had not seen that before. And they have just, you know, rows and rows of the the machines, basically, where you can place your sports bets. Yep. Um, so yeah, January 1st, it's it's live. It's ready to go. All right. Not to digress on the Cavs, but are they just a good home playing team? Because they, they're they fantastic. I mean, they do <laughs> not do well on the road. Yeah. No, but they, they hold home court fairly yeah. well. So but, that'll yeah. work until you're traveling for the playoffs but right. yeah i mean they're they're no one beats them at home really no. there's like two losses I, they, they beat the celtics yeah. you know <laughs> and their celtics only lost five games yeah. and two of them are from the Cavs. The celtics so. are like us at home everywhere so <laughs> everywhere yeah. all right um what do you guys want to talk about next oh this is this is good uh, yeah i, mean, I, I think, think we're getting there the canceled oh, the canceled right. this week so oh. we were struggling to find something and then i just happened upon something yesterday <laughs> Um, and I'm not even sure why this, because it just came out, uh, this article from, from the Washington Post, uh, which I am not a big reader of. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Uh, but basically this week, uh, Shark Week is getting canceled. And I don't know why it's this week, because it's December, and Shark Week is in August, I believe, because um, I watch pretty much every year. Um, you, w- you would. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I feel like I feel like Shark Week has jumped the shark. Yeah. You know, and if the jump the shark comes from what? The happy days? Right. Where well, the Fonz jumped over a shark tank yeah. or something like that. On t- and they, they called that the, basically his last episode or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So not to rob you of the payoff. Yeah, why, is it, why is it being canceled? Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. Uh, so basically it's um, it lacks diversity and over represents men named Mike. 
<laughs> Sounds like great white programming. Yeah. Right. And actually this week, because I, I looked it up, Mike Tyson was on Shark Week. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Shaq was on it. His name's not Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq's on the bottom of the sea while petting Who sharks. came up with that? Uh, who, who, who determined this? Who Was this like a Washington Post researcher? Or is this, uh, it sounds like a postgraduate <clears throat> study, honestly. I, yes. I, I just feel like. <laughs> it was. I just feel being canceled is like jumping the shark right like <laughs> it's a not like you're just finding things now you're, you're that's exactly gra- what you're grabbing yeah, yeah. So. you're just trying to find a random subject and saying that it's racist or doesn't represent yeah. everyone is it conspiracy theory time yeah let's hit oh. it all right so shark week is in august and we're talking about shark week in december mm-hmm is this like a marketing ploy to get, you know, is this the discovery people using some like guerrilla <laughs> campaign to have us talking about great? We're going to talk so bad about ourselves. Year Everyone's going to be so happy. We're on T we're yeah. on in August. Yeah. Like, I don't well, know. I, I <laughs> like air jaws. Yeah. I love that's yeah. the only one I watch that's, yep. when they're Absolutely. jumping out of the water. And then the one year they're like, Oh yeah. Like, uh, they're not, they're gone. They're not like, jumping I'm anymore. Like, they're, yeah. They're not jumping anymore. <laughs> like they're like, the sharks are gone. What, so you, the, it was actually a pretty interesting episode. And, you know, um, so in other kind of like newsworthy predator based entertainment, Cocaine Bear, have, has anyone seen the, uh, the trailer? <laughs> I've seen the, the Ray, trailer. executive producer is Ray, over Ray, here. Ray Liotta's like last concert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was this going straight to like, it reminds me of like Sharknado. Like, is I think, that cold? I think this B, will exceed B, expectations. No, I, I have to disagree. It, it looked awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks really good. It's like, yeah, give a. When's it come out? I, is I it going straight see, to like, no, no, this, this, is, this is a <laughs> movie theater event. It's coming out I, I on think the movie they theater? will. I, I will. They'll beat expectations for sure. They have like Saturday Night Live guys looking like they're funny, which is unique for Saturday Night Live guys. You know? <laughs> so it's like Ray Liotta. And uh, it's like quasi horror, quasi comedy. So we'll yeah. see. Um, I think the ones like like Saturday Night Live, uh, somebody s- sent me a Instagram thing of like the two anchors. Oh, yeah. Colin, uh, Jost and, Colin yeah. And, and Michael Che. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty interesting that I think they're taking. Um, the cancel culture to the next level because yeah. they they write e- they write jokes for each other. I think that's one of the funny and they're racially basis. Yes, <laughs> you know. So you got you know the 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 black guy saying like <laughs> white jokes and and then the white guy telling black jokes and and like they're just they get red in the face and they get all flustered and and, <laughs> Makes and they're for laughing and they're crying and they're too, like yeah. I can't believe I got to say this and it breaks down. It's actually pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, the weekend update but has the, been a linchpin for Saturday Night Live. I mean, usually that's consistently funny and so they there's waves where it goes up and down, but yeah, they do pretty. I mean, that's that's the it's bright not the spot. Adam Sandler days. No, definitely not. <laughs> Opera man. <laughs> yeah. So Cocaine Bear is out uh, February 24th of 2023. In the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this segment provided uh, paid for by Paramount <laughs> or whoever cracked Ray. that one. Universal. NBC Universal, huh? Okay. Ray, Le- Ray Liotta's final movie. Final movie. Yeah. Cocaine Bear. And he looks rough in that. He looks like a homeless <laughs> he, person. He's, like, he, he yeah. He's, grew his hair out and stuff. I don't know. I, I got to go watch the trailer again now. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be view. awesome. Reminds me of Sharknado. <laughs> All right. Well, R.I.P. to Shark Week. I guess. Uh, I guess it's gone. <laughs> It'll be. It, yeah. it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. It's such a. Money it's a staple. Maker, yeah. Know? It's a staple. All right, guys. Well, uh, excellent episode this week. Thanks everyone for listening out there. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us up at info at swp. 
Connect.com, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.